Shelly Fano's career in education has spanned across five decades of hard work, where she's been able to impact the lives of countless children along the way. In this podcast, we're going to discuss with Shelly how her past experiences will help to shape her future work on the school board here in District 9. We'll also talk about the tools all children need to succeed regardless of their economic background and much more. This is the Fano for School Board podcast. Shelly, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we want to talk about your experience in education and the work you've done over the years and how you've really made an impact and you've touched so many different young people's lives and how you can really be the best candidate possible for this school board position here with the election coming up in August. And just starting off, if you could, Shelly, tell us a little bit about the work you've done in education over the years and why it's been such a big part of your life. Thank you, Brad. Great speaking to you today on this podcast. To give you a little bit of historical perspective, back in the early 1970s, I was actually started as a volunteer Montessori teacher's assistant. It was because my daughter had started preschool and I wanted to understand everything that was going on in her Montessori children's house classroom. I studied and subsequently I became a certified Montessori teacher, earning my very own Montessori classroom at the Alexander Montessori School in the red door because each door had a different color. She actually attended the yellow door, but I was teaching in the red door. As my children moved on to elementary school, and because my undergraduate degree was in modern languages with a Spanish specialty, I went on to teach at the Alexander Elementary School, combining both my Montessori skills and my undergraduate skills from the modern language degree to teach elementary school Spanish for several years. After that, I spent some time teaching English and reading to students in a school for children with special needs. In the later years, I was fortunate to be hired at Miami-Dade College on a part-time basis in 2001, which later turned into a full-time administrative position. I can share that today I continue as a college-wide administrator and a proud member of the Miami-Dade College family. And how has that work shaped your approach to education, Shelley? Brad, my most recent work at the college has given me the opportunity to work in tandem with my colleagues at the college in developing various educational programs that increase and enhance students' career, technical, and workforce skills. As you know, before this unfortunate pandemic, the unemployment rate had declined much faster than the poverty rate. And more and more, Americans were struggling to find work that allowed them to support themselves and their families. Even here in South Dade, it was very obvious. With career technical education and the upgrading of their workforce skills, we've observed that our students are finding the quality of new employment opportunities, and that helps them to promote an upward mobility for these low-wage workers. In addition to that, my role as a chairperson of the Miami-Dade College Hospitality Center, I am the executive director of the Hospitality Institute. This is a program that we established way back in 2008 to connect Miami's low-income residents with job opportunities in the local culinary, hospitality, and tourism industry. Fortunately, and, and I really am proud of this, we've written and have been awarded various grants as well as received generosity from private donors. So we've been able to offer hands-on hospitality, culinary, job readiness, and customer service training completely for free for the individuals that join our program. Since its inception in 2008, the Hospitality Institute has graduated several thousand participants and assisted them in finding sustainable employment. 
and helping them to have a better life. The Hospitality Institute training are delivered at various sites throughout Miami-Dade County. And in addition, we offer high school dual enrollment opportunities, boot camps, and summer school work readiness training for Miami-Dade County public school students. Getting back to our MDCPS classrooms, it's my strong belief that career and technical-based education provides additional opportunities and a strong foundation for students to become more than just average students. That's why I'm such a strong proponent of career technical-based education, because career and technology and education gives our students the technical skills, it gives them academic skills, and for earning wages, it gives them employability skills. This helps the students to see in real time just how important their learning offers a pathway, and it ultimately will lead them toward jobs and address the needs of our local employers' demand for workforce. What will it take from leaders like you, Shelley, to ensure that all children are given the tools they need to succeed regardless of their economic background? You know, Brad, this global pandemic has completely changed the paradigm for all of us and especially our children. The economic aftermath will place us in a not only social economic environment, but an emotional state as well that we've never, ever seen before. The uncertainty regarding families and their school-aged children in regard to their learning and well-being needs to be in the forefront of the minds of our educators and all of our community leaders. I truly believe it is very important to take into consideration that many of our parents in underserved areas were and actually still are on the front line of workers who are bearing the brunt and stress of this very unfortunate situation. Many of our hospitality, restaurant, retail, construction service employees have been laid off or find themselves completely without a job at all and no wages coming in. Yet at the same time, it's interesting that there's a need to hire more health care, grocery, retail, distribution, and other types of employment needs. And our children are right in the center of all this uncertainty and somewhat of a chaos, right? I believe one of the most critical issues we need to address moving forward after this crisis passes is to try in every way possible to create as much routine and structure for our students. This will hopefully serve to give our children a foundation and a return feeling of safety and stability, especially allowing them to regain as much normal as possible. Getting back to classroom learning, I think it's very important for educators to remember that regardless of whether students are ultimately headed for college or the workforce, that the students with career technical skills can get job experiences to help them define their career plans, identify an appropriate source of study, and even help them pay for their eventual tuition. Just think of the benefits our children will receive by gaining not only a solid foundation in academics, but also being exposed to hands-on and technical experience and getting the know-how. We need to address the issue that there is somewhat of a challenge and a mismatch, maybe even say discord, in some occupations between the workers and the requisite skills being able to take advantage of job opportunities as they become available. Can we expect this to be one of your issues when you get to the school board? If I'm fortunate to be elected to the Miami-Dade County School Board for District 9 on August 18th, I can tell you this will definitely be one of my important ongoing goals. Career and technology-based education will help our children to be more than just average students. 
technical skills, academic skills, employability skills infused with their ongoing education will give our students what is needed to be successful for their whole life. In addition, career and technical education helps students see how they are learning and how it applies to the needs and demands of local employers, leading to many, many employment opportunities. What would you say to those parents, Shelley, of underserved or underprivileged kids about the current system and how it can just get better overall moving forward? I would say and somewhat urge parents and their caregivers, the students' caregivers, that they should never stop learning. Students need to see that they continue their education and show their children that learning is a lifelong investment, which has a priceless return. They need to show them just how important everyday learning is and how it will always pay off for the students at the end of the day. Well, great to talk with you, Shelley, today about your career in education and as you continue to move toward this election coming up in August and all the good work you're doing here on the campaign. Thanks for coming on. Brad, I also wanted to let you know that there's a new feature on my website, which is called Ask Shelley. Folks can log on to FanoForSchoolBoard.com and on there they'll find the Ask Shelley option. There they can ask me any questions on a variety of issues and I'll be glad to respond. Thanks again for joining me on this podcast today and allowing me to share some of my educational background and some of my thoughts regarding how we can address issues facing our students today, especially those who are underserved in our community.